Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate. From the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey.
is what you like, not what you are like. Books, records, films, these things matter. Folks, what's up? It's So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. This is Ryan. It is your Tuesday episode. I really love starting the show with, uh, of course, a mashup. And Katy Perry. I mean, does Katy Perry... Katy Perry has some bops. I've, I've been hard on Katy Perry sometimes, but at the end of the day, I mean, she's got a handful of bops that will stand the test of time. I mean... Uh, TGIF last Friday night that I, I, the saxophone part in that song who still blows my mind. Uh, but I, I like the, that I started off with the quote from high fidelity, that John Cusack quote, that's, uh, who says that be, because, you know, books and magazines and shows and music, that's, it all matters. You know, that's the whole point of this show. I say this every week, but those things matter and it's okay that it matters. It brings us joy. There's so much cool stuff out there. There's so much great stuff to love and there's so much good stuff to scream about right now. My God, the world is going crazy. And by the world, I mean the cast of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills over on Bravo. <laughs> we'll get into that in a second. But you guys, today I have... I have somebody that I spent the entire summer with on the show today from uh, the UK show Love Island over on ITV2. We have Tasha Gori, who I watched all summer long, and she is on the show today. Now, I do have to warn you right up top, the connection is a little weak at times, but stick with it because I think, and also there's going to be a U, there, the YouTube video of it is probably better so you can kind of see us, but it is so frustrating because she's overseas. She's over there in jolly old England, you guys. And I woke up at like seven in the morning to do this interview. And I was just, I, I felt like a 13 year old boy, you guys. I was like, oh my God, it's Tasha. Like, it's Tasha. I was so, so, I, and I, I couldn't even sleep the night before. So I only got like three or four hours of sleep because I was so excited. And it's a quick, it's like 29 minutes. But I am telling you, there's some audio issues. So I want to warn you up front. I'm going to still release it because I still think there's some great stuff in it. But I want to be honest about it. And you know me when I, uh, I was just like kicking myself. I mean, there was nothing that can be done. Turns out Zoom still sucks sometimes, you guys. Zoom, remember back in the early days of the pandemic when we moved all of our lives online and those were like the worst days because like the Wi-Fi all of a sudden, we were using too much Wi-Fi and you would be on like Zoom or Skypes or something and it was just a mess. It has gotten so much better, but uh, I'll, I'll find a better, I'll find a, I'll find a way around it next time, you guys. The whole point is I got to speak to somebody from Love Island and that is kind of uh it was a new addition to my bucket list and now i can cross that off how are you guys doing are you good out there this is going to be we're going to get probably right into the interview because i am exhausted and i uh let me share some things with you so i told you on Monday. i've been telling you now guys for a while so the i'm in that um docu-series on discovery plus called house of hammer uh which is revolving around army hammer and his family um because there's some wild shit that went down with his family and I know on Monday show, I was, I was really worried about it. I was worried what the quality was going to be like, what they were going to use of mine. I am happy to report that I saw the first episode. I'm, uh, I'm bound by a confidentiality agreement, so I can't really go into details, but I, so far I am pleasantly surprised. I also am going to be interviewing somebody from the docu-series tomorrow, so I need to uh, finish this up so I can watch the second episode of House of Hammer. But so far, I think I, uh, I think I can highly recommend this thing, which is really exciting, even though uh, I need to tell people up front, it is very, uh, there's going to be a lot of trigger warnings when you watch this, be very, uh, just know that going in. It is some very intense subject matter, so we always want to warn people about that. Um, also, I think there just needs to be a trigger warning whenever I talk about Lisa Rinna. This lady, I thought she was going off the, the deep end yesterday. It seems like she is even further into the deep end today. I don't know. I mean, I hate to say this. I'm worried about Lisa Rinna. Like, not even in a joking way. Like, I'm, like, worried. This is, like, weird. You always, like, see, I don't know if you guys remember, you, there was, like, a movie called All About Eve with Betty Davis. And it was all about, like, this understudy taking over for, like, this lead, like, this, this old legend. And the understudy took over and kind of 
took over. Uh, anyways, the whole point is, I think Lisa Rinna is firmly losing her grasp on celebrity and stardom. And you're starting to see how much, not just housewives, but being a celebrity means to Lisa. Her social media posts are wild. You guys, she posted this in her stories today. It's a shot of Renee Zellweger from the uh, classic movie Chicago. And it says, I'm a star and the audience loves me and I love them. And they love me for leaving them. No, and they love me for loving them. And I love them for loving me. And we love each other. And that's just because none of us got enough love in our childhoods. And that's showbiz, kid. Now, that's not Elisa Rinna quote, but she quoted that on her stories. That's showbiz, kids. Now, you know, that sounds all fine and dandy. And I I don't know. I think she thinks of herself as like a legend. (laughs) I mean, truly, I think she thinks of herself as a legend. And, you know, you could make the argument she's a legendary housewife. But come on, like she said yesterday, this is the other thing she said, you guys. She said, I was Leisha Rinna before housewives, and I'll be Leisha fucking Rinna after housewives. And I'm like, Lisa, you sold Depends. Like, you sold diapers before Housewives. What are you talking about? Like, I, something is definitely afoot here. I, I mean, I don't want to say that she's been let go, but it is, like, she's she's really behaving so even weirder than usual for Lisa Rinna on social media. Um, also, in that quote that I read you um, with the picture of Renee Zellweger, it says, I'm really I'm, I feel like I'm like dissecting these things like the Da Vinci Code or something. She says, and that's just because none of us got enough love in our childhoods. Now, Lisa, that's all fine and dandy for this quote, but like we know your mom Lois, and we know we like your mom Lois loved you like fiercely, and you came from like a from what you tell us a really very happy household. So I think the quote doesn't necessarily apply to you. What I do think is true, though, and I feel like this sometimes that no matter how how much you are loved, there is still a bottomless pit that can never be filled. And that's why a lot of us go into the arts. That's why a lot of us have podcasts, because no no matter how much love is thrown our way, it will never be enough, you know? Um, so uh, CC Loves You, which is an Instagram account um, that, uh, I mean, I've known CC since I've started and she really loves interacting with the, uh, housewives and her account's great. Um, so Lisa reposted a bunch of like a whole DM conversation where CC asked Lisa why she had taken down Bravo's, uh, statement about Garcelle's son last week. And Lisa Rinna reposted this conversation And she says, I was asked what happened to the Bravo statement on my Instagram. This is my reply. And it says, I I archived it. That's all. I've been keeping my social page very edited, if you will notice. I'm keeping it very positive, non-negative, and fashion and fun. I don't want anything negative on my grid. And since my own children are being threatened as we speak, I felt it best to archive it. The statement did nothing, so why keep it up? Our children are getting death threats. All of our children. It's gone beyond, and I need to keep my family safe now. I will no longer be saying or posting anything about the show. Now listen. There is nothing funny about any child getting threatened ever, even though you can make the argument that if that is true for Lisa's children, they're in their 20s at this point still does not make it right at all. Unfortunately, like we've already talked about with Lisa, she has said so many lies in the past that it's really hard to believe Lisa anymore. But she's saying some what she's not going to talk about Beverly Hills at all anymore. Wow. And this, I want to keep my Instagram, I want to keep my Instagram positive. Lisa, I just posted audio of Lisa's Instagram yesterday where she was acting like a detective and saying all this weird crap. Are you kidding me? I mean, she truly, truly does talk out of both sides of her mouth. But I got to tell you, I'm actually starting to worry about Lisa Renna. Like that's like all joking aside, like I'm like, are you okay? I mean, can can we do a wellness check on Lisa? This just isn't, this feels, this feels scared. I'm scared. Like I'm literally scared. Now we also talked about that weird kid, Patrick Summers, um, that was 
involving himself in all of these and said like Kathy had hired him and then Lisa had hired him and all of this bullshit. Well, this Patrick Summers guy has popped back up again today and he is even insinuating even further that he has been hired by Lisa Rinna and that Lisa Rinna got fired today. And that is why she is like unhinged. One of the posts says from Patrick in his Instagram stories, and I don't, I don't recommend you go checking this out. Don't give this kid attention because most of this, and if not all, is just complete lies. But it's kind of fun. Uh, <laughs> he writes, she has been fired. Yes, I snitched, I snitched her out to NBC Universal to save myself. NBC was aware of our first scandal but chose to let it slide. But this latest one caused her to be fired from the network. Dude, I love NBC Universal is such a big company. I love the fact that at like NBC Universal, it's like some poor schmuck at NBC Universal is in charge of the housewives and he's literally having the worst year of his life. Because NBC Universal has like, what, a gazillion shows and products and all of this stuff. This is a very small part of NBC Universal. So he says that, which I thought was amazing. And the guy just keeps going. Unfortunately, though, when you've lost all credibility, you know, it's so funny. Like Lisa already has lost credibility. And this Patrick Summers kid seems like he has no credibility either. So I just hate that we never know the truth with any of this stuff. Supposedly, they are filming the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion next week. And I'm scared that they're not going to even get to that point. I mean, they are airing all of this stuff out on social media so much like Bravo truly does need to institute a rule where you can't do social media during a housewife season or, or you know, there's got to be rules in place because they are blowing it. They are blowing the natural entertainment of these shows. I just, I hate it. Oh, did you guys listen to that Britney Spears 22 minute audio that I put at the end of yesterday's episode? I would love to know what you guys thought about that. I thought it was very, very interesting. Um, ugh, ugh. Um, Lisa Rinna also posts in another Instagram story. I'm just looking at all the screenshots I took today. You guys, do you ever think about that? Is if something happens, if I, by the way, if, there, if I have an untimely death, knock on wood, that it never happens, and whoever is in charge of my phone, when you get to the screenshots, it's going to be so sad for everybody. It's going to be sad for my family. It's going to be sad for you guys. My, you know, cause it's not even a normal, like, it's not like, I wish it could be like, Oh, it's a bunch of nudes. No, it's a bunch of housewife screenshots. It's a bunch of Lisa Rinna screenshots. I literally have like 70,000 photos on my phone. I would, I would bet like a good 58,000 of those photos have nothing to do with anybody that's in my actual life. It's all just actors and reality stars and jacks. I mean, just stupid shit. Anyways, this is a screenshot I took. She goes, also, I never had Real Housewives of Beverly Hills anywhere on my Instagram and my profile, and I have recently edited my Instagram page for fashion, fun, and family. I took away 8,000 photos I did. I did that about three weeks ago. If you go and look, there's still housewife stuff on there from the reunion, from the wine scene in Provence, dancing in Provence, the end. Like, Lisa, what is going on? I mean, so honestly, first off, shut up. I mean, I mean, be quiet. It's like annoying. You know, you're over talking and these are just on Instagram stories. But secondly, like, if you notice, I took away 8,000 photos. Who cares? Man, I don't care what you take, leave down. I don't, whatever, whatever. But I love that she is now curating her Instagram like Kim Kardashian. <laughs> It's just, I'm like Kim. I'm gonna cure it's a heavily curated Instagram. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, man, but some something obviously is happening with Lisa. I don't know, uh, you know, this is definitely not this is definitely not grief anymore. Something is up, but we'll find out. Speaking of uh, curating like the Kardashians, the Kardashian season two, a, a an even newer trailer appeared, you guys. And it seems like they are keeping true to their word that Pete Davidson will not be in this season. Uh, maybe not at all, but he is definitely not mentioned in this season two trailer. But what we do get is we get Courtney preparing for her Italy wedding, which is kind of exciting. We have Kris Jenner having some kind of medical emergency and that she is scared to tell her daughters and we see her wheeled in a gurney. So uh, that obviously is going to be a plot line. 
We see the fallout from Kim's uh, Variety interview when she said, we need to get your, you guys need to get your asses up and work. You guys don't know how to work. W-E-R-K. And Chloe says, nobody sympathizes with you, Kim. So that looks like a great scene. Um, We see that uh, Kylie says that she had postpartum depression and she cried for like three weeks. So we're going to have that storyline. We also have Kendall saying um, that she feels like she has to show up and do a lot of things, um, you know, in lieu of Kylie, like Kylie gets to cancel all the time. But Kendall also, no offense, like, you know, you're not a billionaire. Kylie is like, if you're a billionaire, I'm sure you're able to cancel on a lot of things. In fact, that's probably the best thing about being a billionaire is just not having to show up for anything. You know, it's just like, you know, the reason you don't have to give a reason, go, I'm a billionaire. Like, hey, I'm not going to make it today. Why? What's going on? I'm a billionaire. Okay, cool. Yeah, I got it. Yep, makes sense. Checks out. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're a billionaire, just leave it alone. You're a billionaire. I do think it is funny that at one point, Kylie might have to... um, Like, Kylie's so rich that I think Kylie will eventually get to a point where she refuses to talk to any of her family. (laughs) Once again, we have no... We have no shots of Bigfoot. I mean, Rob Kardashian, he literally is just a rumor at this point. I don't even know if Rob ever existed. Uh, and also, I mean, and and if you look at the stories that I just did yesterday about Scott, ah, what's going on? I'm not even in this preview. What? Oh, my God. I'm not even. I'm going to go flip my Lamborghini. He must be freaking out because he literally is not in this preview at all. And that kind of also makes sense because... This is involving Courtney's wedding, her Italian wedding. So Scott is probably, they're not going to probably keep flashing back to Scott going, what's everybody doing this weekend? Why is everybody in Italy? What's going on? Like, that would be so dark. I I am scared that they are going to completely cut Scott out of this season or he wasn't in it that much to begin with. And then I kind of like, I was thinking about this because I don't really actually even think about my normal life. I just think about the Kardashians. I think... Do I even care about any of this anymore? Do I? Where does it end? Please give me an ending date. Please. Please. How many more seasons do we got? Just warn me. I need to mentally prepare for this because I don't know how. I don't know what else. Like, what else? And and, and, and and I know the Pete Kim thing. Obviously, it didn't work out. So that means we're going to have to watch Kim say she's in love with somebody else down the line. Like, come on. Like Kanye's gonna have to pick out pick on some other weird dude, you know? Oh my god, did you see those photos? Kim was at a benefit the other night with Henry Winkler, who I love. He played the Fonz on Happy Days, but he's most recently play uh, on Barry on HBO Max. He's the uh, Gene Cousineau, the acting teacher, and Henry Winkler is, by the way, fun. So bad is good fact. My mom tells me that Henry Winkler touched me as a baby. No, not, I mean, no, no, like, like patted my head. Like, like he was like very nice. Like, I guess he visited Columbus, Ohio. Cause my mom worked at this department store called Lazarus, which I don't even know if that even exists in Ohio anymore. But I guess like the, like when happy days was like, I don't know, he was doing some kind of promotional appearance and he, he touched my head and like said I was a cute baby. So that's like pretty cool. Like I, if I ever do get to meet Henry Winkler, I'm going to ask if he remembers me at all, because I'm sure I had the same beautiful head of hair that I have now. So he, they had photos of that, but then I was like, wouldn't that be wild? Kim Kardashian dates Henry Winkler. I mean, the she wouldn't get shit about the age difference because he's so much older than her. I think that's the kind of, I think Kim needs to go like the independent film route, you know, of like, just really throw us off. Like we didn't expect Pete, but now we, we know that she's up for some weird shit. So like, what else can like, we can't have it be Pete, but like, what about like Malcolm Gladwell, you know, or like some kind of like, what about, what about Dr. Fauci? What about him? What could we, I mean, who could we, I mean, I, I feel like there's, there's a show in here of who we can get her to hook up with. Uh, anyway, so season two is coming out in September. We will be recapping that on uh, So Bad It's Good. Also, did you guys watch Selling the OC? The, the I talked about this briefly yesterday, and I can't wait to talk about it much more because I really, really dig it, and I want to know what you guys think because I am really enjoying it. Uh, it is a mess, but I'm telling you, it is a more enjoyable mess than Selling Sunset. I think I'm, I think I'm right on this. Also... 
This Don't Worry Darling movie that I was talking about yesterday with Harry Styles, directed by Olivia Wilde and Florence Pugh. And Florence Pugh is not going to be promoting this movie. She's going to go to the premiere and that's it. And that's wild for a, this is what we call a tentpole movie. It's Warner Brothers. It's not an independent film. So they put a lot of money in this. And for them not to promote it. And Harry Styles, remember, he is the male lead, but it is a female, like, led movie so like florence is the lead of this movie harry styles is a secondary character as her husband so if he's out there promoting this movie it's going to be even doubly weird because he's dating olivia wilde the film's director um i'm very curious about this press tour because it is wildly embarrassing that florence Pugh is not going to go out and promote this film which leads me to believe i want to know what happened i mean i'm i'm i was actually just scanning dumois before i talked to you guys hoping to get more information because my god ugh so much good stuff oh and this is actually bad stuff this kind of i put this in the lisa rinna category but we do know real housewives of salt lake city is going to be returning for season three fairly soon and so that means you know we're gonna get a lot of loud noise out of one jen shaw again now jen has already started now we do know jen she has a, a couple of big you know talking about florence Pugh not promoting a movie and showing up to like talk shows we do know jen shaw will eventually have to show up to prison so that's kind of promoting the third season but who knows when that's going to be but jen has started being very active on her instagram stories again and she seems like she's go- coming after lisa barlow even though she has not said that directly so this says let's play who did that real housewives of salt lake city edition uh she's this is on jen shaw stories she goes one donated to ted cruz for president campaign four times two said there are different types of black people for example black people from compton are different from black people from salt lake city note my husband is from compton um, coach three said oh my god you look just like moana from the disney movie your people have the coolest hair can i touch it four told me i should not talk about my mental health on the show or say i use medication for my depression because it will be used against me five called my son the n-word six said not to be racist or anything but i like the big black one best so jen put this in her stories and rumor is that she is talking about lisa barlow Listen, I mean, I, I don't. <laughs> how do you donate for Ted Cruz four times? <laughs> Isn't one time enough? The rest of these are horrifying. But also, what were we talking about just recently? Or in fact, I'm on a episode coming up called Dirty uh, of a show called Dirty Money Moves by my friend Jamie Rice, where we do talk about Jen Shaw and. This is a classic Jen Shaw thing. Like, I don't, I can't speak to if any of this is true. This is all alleged. But I will say that what, what do we know about Jen Shaw is that she tries to distract as much as possible. She tries to move the narrative off of her as much as possible. And she's really usually quite successful at it. So this is very shocking in a lot of ways. She's already levying these, levying these big accusations. But once again, it also goes into that thing with Bravo for me is that like, this already sounds way too intense. Like, really? Are we are like we haven't even started the season? I'm in Beverly Hills drama still, and Jen's already hurling accusations of racism. Like, I mean, these are real accusations. You know, this isn't just a cute Instagram story. This is real. Like, this is real shit that she is throwing out there, and she's not saying the name, but she's leaving it for all of us to guess. And it is just a weird game that she's playing, and I, I got, I don't love it. I'm not, I'm not a Shaw Squad member, you guys, anymore. And I think this is just really weird, and it scares me because I feel like this is going to keep intensifying. I told you that rumor that I heard that she was actually going to be at BravoCon, which I just find insane. Like, that's how wild you that Jen Shaw really is, is that she's like, yeah, I'll show my face there. Potentially, I could make some money. All right. Um, okay, you guys, we're going to do a commercial, and then we're going to get into... I mean, Tasha Gori, I, I got to tell you, I fell in love with Love Island UK. I mean, from everything from the announcer of like tonight there, they have this great announcer, uh, a voiceover artist that uh, narrates the entire series. And I just used to love like he could go really high and then really low. Uh, his name's Ian Sterling, and I love him so much. All you Love Island fans know exactly what I'm talking about. But I'm telling you, so Love Island is off 
uh, air right now. The American version is still airing on Hulu. You can go back and watch this season of UK on Hulu as well. But I just want to get you hyped because next summer we're doing Love Island, baby. I really fell in love with this. And so I was just... I hate to use, I know this is the least manly word that I could ever use. I was so tickled to talk to Tasha (laughs) and she just provided so many great entertaining moments for my summer, which is just so sad. It's like, what'd you do this summer? Well, I watched Love Island UK every day. Uh, So we'll go to commercial and then we'll come back and it'll be the one, the only Tasha Gori. Oh, and just so you know, um, I had to submit a list of questions. So I, I, there were things that I couldn't ask. So yeah, I wanted to ask about Jax and I wanted to ask about Luca and some of the bullying things, but I didn't get to not this time. So I wanted to let you know that I'm very aware that I wanted to know some of those things too, but you have to play by the rules. And I still think it was so amazing. I mean, listen, she really is, uh, I mean, She's a trendsetter. I mean, she is the first deaf contestant that has ever been on Love Island UK. And I just keep thinking about representation on shows and like how that must be so cool for like a deaf boy or a girl to watch a show like that and go like, oh, my God, like I could do that one day. And I know it's just a reality show, but it is literally the biggest reality show over there of all time. So I just thought it was so cool. And she is so great. So, okay, commercial. Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from 30 performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Now is my favorite part of the show when I get to talk about our sponsors. We have two returning sponsors this week, and uh, I love them both. Our first one is our friends over at Splendid Spoon. You guys know how much I love Splendid Spoon. When the weather is warm, you you can't help but get out and explore. And it is so important to refresh and refuel after a long summer getaway. And Splendid Spoon can completely help with you with that. So whether you're planning for the big summer trip or recovering from one, it's important to give your body the fuel it needs to feel its best. With Splendid Spoon, you can enjoy a clean, delicious, stress-free meal in just minutes. Splendid Spoon takes the work out of eating healthy by delivering ready-to-eat, plant-based meals, smoothies, and juices right to your door. Um, They have sent me now products two times, and I get excited every time because you get to actually pick your menu options. And the smoothies are delicious. The juices are awesome, and like they have like this kind of like energy shot. The meals you can uh, delicious. There's like this cauliflower one. There's like a burrito bowl one. There's so many cool things to choose from. And it fits into your daily routine so easily. I just kind of work at my desk all day. So it is the easiest thing for me to go pop one of these in the microwave for a couple minutes. And you have a very healthy, delicious meal immediately. 
Um, and like I said, these smoothies are so, there was like a banana strawberry one that it it tasted like a treat. I was like, oh my God, am I this? I'm like cheating on my diet? And it's like, no, you can actually have this. This kind of food gives you energy. Your body processes it where it gives actual strength, better digestion, the whole thing. And also get this, Splendid Spoon meals are shipped right to your door. So you can enjoy just in minutes. All you have to do, like I always say, the big, the big thing, if you do not like taking packages from your front door and then putting it in your fridge, then you might not like it. But that is really as hard as it gets with that is just actually taking the box from your porch and then putting it to the fridge. Uh, Splendid Spoon fits into any schedule and there's a meal plan for everyone. Also, every single meal is 100% plant-based, gluten-free, and GMO-free. Enjoy delicious dishes like creamy mushroom and spinach noodles, coconut curry, which is awesome, and the cauliflower tikka soup, which I talked about earlier. You have over 50 choices that are constantly rotating on your menu, on their menu, so there's always new dishes to try. So stay well-fueled this summer with Splendid Spoon. Get started today and save an entire week on an entire week of ready-made plant-based meals. Just go to splendidspoon.com forward slash so bad for $50 off your first box when you subscribe. That's 50 whole dollars off at splendidspoon.com slash so bad. And I have to tell you, because I always think about this in pricing, and you know me, I'm kind of a little bit of a cheapskate, and I have been, um, I, I paid for a fitness trainer, and you got to start, like, and, and it's been really worth it, even though I hate paying money for anything, but things like this, things that you actually make your life easier and make you healthier, these are worth spending for. I truly, truly believe that. So really try Splendid Spoon and you, hey, if you do, you better you better use my product code. Come on, you guys. Uh, our second sponsor is our friends over at Dame. Um, I love Dame. I've talked about them many times. Last time I told you about a, uh, a product called the e Eva, which was a couple's product. Today I'm going to talk to you about uh, their other product, AIR, A-E-R. So here's the deal. Having a pleasure practice is good for you. It can improve the quality of your sleep. It can help you de-stress, relieve pain, even give you that lit from within glow as you go about your day. But most importantly, exploring your pleasure on your own helps you get in touch with yourself and learn more about what you like. That's right. It, it leads to better sex. So check out AIR, the suction vibrator from Dame Products. AIR is a powerful arousal tool for fans of oral stimulation. Dame's AIR creates thrilling pulses of air and a soft seal around your clitoris so you can go all the way right away. Not only is it perfect for beginners, it's also waterproof and features five intensities and five vibration patterns so you can explore what works for you. And the best part, Dame offers hassle-free returns within 60 days, so your satisfaction is literally guaranteed. I'm telling you guys, this is not, nothing to be ashamed of. This is something that we can talk about. We're all adults here, but I think learning to be able to please yourself is so integral. It's, it's really imperative. Anything that can actually uh, give you pleasure. The whole point is to have a better quality of life for yourself. And with a company like Dame, which is female run, uh, go check out their website. There are so many cool products on there. There is bound to be something that you will enjoy. Um, so try any of these products or any of the other toys from Dame Products by going to dameproducts.com and use code SOBAD today for 15% off site-wide. That's code SOBAD to take 15% off your first order at dameproducts.com. Um, yeah, Go try it out, you guys. Like I said, it is hassle-free. Check it out for yourself. Welcome back to iHeartRadio So Bad It's Good. Today, we have a guest that I am so excited for. I talked to an Academy Award-winning director this week, and I am more excited to talk to my guest today. If you've been listening to this show, you know I fell in love with a new show that I got recommended, and I started the first week, and I was like, yeah, I like this. And by the third week, I was so addicted to this show. Now, this show airs on ITV across the pond, but I even got a VPN at one point just so I could watch day and date along with everybody overseas 
It is just truly an incredible show. The show, of course, that I'm talking about is Love Island, not the American Love Island, the real Love Island, Love Island, UK. And that involves, guys, a group of contestants referred to as Islanders living in isolation from the outside world in a villa constantly under video surveillance. Uh, I especially loved one contestant who we are speaking to today. Not only is she an insanely talented dancer, model, all of that stuff, but also she has so much heart. I just rooted for her so much. And her dude, Andrew, in this show, I cannot wait to talk to her. She is such a great representation for the deaf community as well. And I can't wait to get into all of it with her. Tasha Gorey, welcome to the show. Oh my God, you did the hearts. I... <laughs> oh, you're making me emotional from all the nice things you were saying oh <laughs> tasha i mean i feel like i've spent my summer with you this summer oh I mean, i'm so well, I'm glad that one upon you loving it and enjoying it and then being crazy what i gotta say <laughs> yeah i mean i mean it's gotta be really insane to be in that bubble but what's it been like to come out of the bubble it's been over three weeks since you guys have been out yeah. and for American audiences, the Hulu finale aired last week and you can still watch every episode on there. And I highly recommend what's it been like for you? It's been absolutely crazy. You know, coming out, it's literally like your life's like changed completely. And honestly, it's all been so positive and all amazing, all love. And it's so nice just to come back out and go to McDonald's or just go get a takeaway. <laughs> like that's the things I've been missing. It's just one big fat burger, you know. <laughs> that's the thing I've just been like it's very nice to come out see my family and friends again and it's crazy like america you know it's been so supportive as well i'm just like you think what like i need to come to america soon right? yeah no i mean please that's i mean i was going to ask you later on but like i mean do you have any plans to visit the states do you realize that this actually got really big over here i've heard so many people talk about it and I mean, I know there have been, you know, you're on the eighth season, but so many of my friends in the States have really fallen in love with this show. Are you going to come to the States at some point? Yeah, I definitely do want to come to the States. So I literally get messages from people like in America saying we're waiting for you and Andrew, like such nice, positive messages. I'm like, I definitely need to come to the States and like, you know, come see what I'm about. I've been to America before, I was literally like eight years old, so I definitely need to come back. So I want to go back to Disneyland again as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, what's it been like for you and Andrew? Um, I mean, are you able to spend a, a good amount of time together still? Uh, so Andrew's actually moved into my flat, so it's been nice to actually just come back home like we do our things during the day and we come back to each other at night and we both just come back it's so nice to like come back into his arms I'm just like oh I've had a long day just give me a big fat hug and it's just so nice to have our own little um time together and it, no cameras no microphones no pressure just me and Andrew just we feel so much yeah. more comfortable around each other so I mean I mean it's got to be weird to not have cameras on you though <laughs> like I mean is it like I, I I can't imagine what it's like you guys if you haven't watched at night, they have the cameras on them. So if anybody kisses, if anybody that the camera catches all of it and you guys are all in the same room with all of the other contestants. And I just think that is just so bizarre, but I got so used to it. Um, is it taking a lot to acclimate outside of the villa to get back to like normal sleeping and normal everything else? Um, You know what? It actually hasn't weirdly like really like went straight in like no cameras like it's been amazing um I think obviously it's so weird like you get so used to have cameras on you so you kind of have to like come up with tactics when, before, <laughs> when you go to bed when have a bit of a kiss and whatever you kind of have to like make little tents and stuff underneath the covers <laughs> why not make it you know sneaky or anything so it's been nice not to have like a camera on all the time and if anything I'm really enjoying it because we can just chat anything I wanted to do. And yeah, it's been amazing for sure. I mean, uh, the other thing that I always find weird is that now you, I mean, you were used to seeing the same eight people every day and now you're seeing thousands of people every day. Plus on top of it, you're a celebrity now. I mean, what is the weirdest fan interaction you've had so far? Because I imagine you walk down the street now, people freak out. 
Yeah, it, and that, that's what's crazy. Like, I've had people like cry when they see me. I was just like, I'm about to cry. Like, I was, I, I'm like, I'm an old man and I was about to cry. I was like, oh my God, it's Tasha. It's crazy. Like, I'm literally just like, I'm just Tasha. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't see myself as like a celebrity or anything. I'm literally just Tasha Geary who just went into a filler to find love. So it's crazy to come out and people come over and be so like, emote, like, positive and like showing love and it's just like it it's mad like I just go shopping or even go get some food and then people just walking over like I get a picture of you I'm just like yeah sure but it's so nice to have that because you know it's nice that to have that support system around you and that positivity around you so it's been really really lovely to have such a nice beautiful messages from people so it's been really really lovely you uh at first on the show you you know you always kind of to me at first came off shy almost or you were you know you could tell you were shy and really nice and stuff and then somebody sent me a video of you dancing and i was like what the like you guys you heard like you are an amazing dancer what is this i mean how long have you been dancing and it was the exact opposite of shy tasha or i mean you were like tearing up the dance floor what is your training so I've actually been dancing ever since I was five years old. So literally, I've been so used to dancing all the time, doing training, dance classes. I went to a dance conservatoire, so I trained for best years of dancing, so many different styles. So my main style is like commercial. I can dance and do heel dancing as well. And when it came, even when it came to those challenges, I was still bricking it, you know. I've never, ever danced, done, gave six guys lap dances around a five. <laughs> That's not normal in the dancer's career. So even in my head, I was like, oh, my God, I'm really going to have to bring it out of the bag for this one. Because there's pressure. When you're a dancer, there's pressure that you have to be good. Because if you do bad on camera, everyone's going to be like, obviously, she's not a dancer, is she? So it was that extra pressure. And I kind of had to be like, right. Let's bring out this sassy Tasha. You know, that's when sassy Tasha comes out in my dancing. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, definitely. And I mean, but also uh, you're all, I mean, you had like, I think the the best talent of everybody. I mean, way better than India's uh, flute playing, uh, which was just uh, awful on this show. Um, so uh, in terms of the actual audition for this, how long was the process? What made, I mean, you say you were going on there to find love. And sometimes, you know, we have a franchise over here, the Bachelor franchise, where everybody is on there to find love. But a lot of people go on because they want to be a celebrity. They want to be an influencer. Were you really on there to find love that way? I mean, was your heart really open to that? And what was the audition experience like? So the audition experience started from January. So that was like the first Zoom call. And I didn't find out probably two weeks before I went on that only two weeks yeah so yeah you don't have like much time to prepare or anything like that so it's quite last minute the whole process is about like four and a half months so it's a long process and those different rounds you have to go through and I think in my head I did really want to find someone because my dating life was absolute shambles before I have not <laughs> had it for longer than five months I don't know what it was it just never happened with me I was more because you said you had never you had never fallen in love right yeah never so for me that's what I wanted from the show was to find actual genuine love because I'm such I wear my heart on my sleeve I'm that kind of girl yeah. that very emotional and I like I like to have love and affection and it's just how I've been brought up so that's what I really did want to go in there for and I didn't even think about the outcome I didn't even think about oh no matter I don't, I don't care about Instagram followers or if I'm going to be celebrity or whatever it was just kind of like whatever happens happens after the show I was kind of wanting to go in for two reasons which was to find love and raise awareness about my superpower so that's kind of why I went on that show was those two reasons so you yeah. you bring up your super power and i thought this was amazing because and and andrew you guys made me tear up when andrew i mean when you had the fake little baby and he was telling of i don't know if you got to see that scene telling about his, your mom's superpower and i was like why am i crying i'm in bed at night crying about this scene um but you are the first deaf contestant on itv's love island you were the first uh uh deaf model for asos where you wore your cochlear implant as well in the scene. Can you explain a little bit about this? And are you so excited to be representing the deaf community? I read so many amazing things of people that are deaf that really look up to you as a hero. Can you talk a little bit about that? 
I think, you know, for me, growing up, there wasn't enough representation in the TV world, modeling world, any kind of industry. There isn't enough representation. This opportunity to Love Island because it's quite a big deal. I didn't want to let the deaf community down. I'm kind of putting myself in a very vulnerable position being on the show. So you don't know how it's going to go. And I think going on there, I just wanted to really show people that you can find love, you can date no matter what superpower you've got. You can be confident, you can be sexy, you can be all these kind of things, you know. Just because you've got a superpower doesn't mean you have to be a certain kind of way. I wanted to go out there, break those boundaries and stigma of that. So that's why I went on that show as well. And I feel, I think, I hope I have shown that and had a positive impact like that, just to show people like, you know, you've got to own it and not shy away from it because it makes you, you. It's a special thing to have. I mean, you, I mean, you truly did come on so confident that it wasn't even anything that I thought about in regards to you while watching the show, because you just were living your life. It was not impeding your life. It did not slow you down. I mean, that's what I found so amazing about it because you show that there is no difference. I mean, there's no difference. Like it was, it was just really, really amazing to watch. And I can't wait to see everything that happens next for you. Um, so uh, what were your, in your dream of dreams, besides finding love, what did you think about your life in terms of where you were headed? Was it always going to be dancing? Were you like, maybe I should get into acting? You know, where do you see, where did you see your life going? I think I saw my life going, obviously, with dancing. I kind of wanted to see myself on tours, fucking dancer, like we look kind of situation I also was modeling so I saw myself doing like magazine covers modeling for like massive fans like catwalk kind of situations so I've kind of always seen those few so both quite in a creative industry so it's kind of been dancing and modeling at the same time so it's definitely where I saw my life going um in that kind of aspect um uh yeah I mean like I still I mean, would you go on, uh, I mean, would you be a backup dancer for Dua Lipa? Would you do, I mean, would you, uh, what are like big dancing jobs that you would be up for in the past, like music videos and things like that? Yeah, definitely like videos. I've done quite a few videos before. And I think dance industry is quite hard to be in, to be fair. It's very competitive. Um, so I think in the future, it would have been amazing to do like tour kind of work. I've never done tour before. So if I ever did get off of that, I mean, that'd be awesome um but yeah i think dance industry definitely just like music videos touring i'm not, not really like a russian kind of girl i can't do you know jazz and high kicks and spits and stuff. <laughs> that's not the kind of dancer i am <laughs> okay so no high kicks no high kicks um listeners that I had talked to that I they were really excited that you were coming on. And these are some really basic questions, but I'm even curious about these just because the show doesn't give you, um, you know, every, like, what time do you go to bed? How long do they let you sleep for? What are the, cause they turn off the lights and then all of a sudden they turn back on the lights in the morning. How long do you guys get to sleep for? And what time do you go to bed? So we actually don't know the time to go to bed ever. You don't so- have a, wait on your phones. You don't have a clock. No, so there's time on the phone, but it's not real. Oh my! I know. <laughs> you think it's like you think it's like two o'clock in the afternoon, but actually it's probably like four a.m. You don't even know. It's crazy. Um. So yeah, map sleep. I think it's so weird. Like some nights I feel like I slept for like five hours. Some nights I feel like I slept for twelve hours. So it's literally like sometimes I'll be like close my eyes and lights are already back on. I'm like. Hang on, that was not last like an hour. You should never know. We have no concept of time. <laughs> I it really um uh, the other thing, uh, I hear that they keep you guys to a two drink minimum per day. Did they ever let you drink more than that? I mean, which is at first was so sad for me that I was like, "What? We can never see these people drunk." And I was like, "Is this going to be fun?" And then that's so sad that I thought that, but then it turned out to be great. But would they ever let you go past that two drink minimum? I'll be honest, it's mostly one drunk a night. Really? No, yeah. Sometimes I have to beg. I'd be like, please, I need a second drink. <laughs> I'll be sat there like, give me another for second. <laughs> um, and then also, how does how does the food work in there? Because we've seen scenes where the guys would cook for the girls and bring like the shakes. I mean, what how do they do the food situation? 
So the food situation is normally off camera. So lunch and dinner is off camera and they set up tables and they separate the boys and the girls. So we can't have conversations. You know, you've got to save it, got to save it for the cams, you know. So yeah, that's how the catering works. So we get catered food, basically. <laughs> okay, so then the food in the fridge and stuff like that that we see, that's just like for like little things that, that if they want to cook for the for, cook for the women or or have a challenge or something like that. I know you can have that whenever we want. Like if I fancy a bit of chocolate in the morning, I just go in the morning and just get out the fridge and just have chocolate. <laughs> Which I was like, I was like, are they keeping you to a strict diet? Are they are they feeding you properly in there? That's I mean, I was oh, so curious. <laughs> um, like yeah, they're really good like that. So like every time I like have some crisps and guac, they have like a back room and just bring out wherever you fancied. It was always me with a crisp and guac. I'm like, I need some guacamole <laughs> <and> crisps. <laughs> um. We got to see, which is most people's dream, is just to lay around all day and go to the pool and lay around and talk. But were you ever bored of just laying around sometimes? I mean, like, how tense are you? Because you're playing a game at the same time and you're falling in love. It, You know, you guys looked really relaxed. But at the same time, I feel like how stressful that was just to, like, lay there when you're used to going out and living your actual life. Yeah, it's crazy. Like it's really intense in the villa. You know, you're you're with the same people every day, you're doing the same thing every day. So there was some like there's some days where I get quite bored just laying around all day and there's no challenge throughout the day and I just be there laid there like you know, you just want to do something, you have that itch. Sometimes I just yeah. go in the pool, mess about in the pool, do lilo races, keep, keep ourselves entertained somehow, or just start goofing about and just being silly, just to keep myself entertained. So yeah, there's some days where I'd be like, oh, I need something to do, or just go out. Like, that's what I miss, was just like, just getting drunk and going out all the time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, believe me, I get to do that every day. It's not that good. Yeah, no, but I mean, it was really... um and I know this is a little bit uh, in terms of romance. What a lot of the women that uh, listen want to know, like, what do you love about Andrew or what are you falling in love with Andrew for? What do you like about him? And, and what are the qualities that you see a future with him uh, because he has? I think honestly, Andrew is just the most amazing man I've ever met. I, genuinely, I just feel so lucky that it's crazy to think that we were strangers before the show, never even know of each other. And I think everything happens for a reason. And I genuinely think me and Andrew are meant to be. And just who he is as a person, his character. Yeah, Love Island was intense. Yeah, we both made mistakes. We both messed up. But so what? We still got back together at the end. And made a That's shot. a relationship. I mean, I you know what? It's like I, I ended up rooting for you guys. Like I was like, I was, I was so bummed when I thought like you guys were in a fight. And then I got, I mean, and you guys, I talked about Casa Amor, which we're not going to get into, but it is crazy. Um, he seems like just such a good guy. Uh, so I was so excited that you guys left together. Ha- has there been any... Um, does he leave like the toilet seat up? Does he, is there any gross things that you're like, this doesn't fly with me on the outside? <laughs> no, not yet. Surprisingly, nothing. I'm trying to catch out something. I'm like, yeah. there's nothing that's happened yet. It's giving me like the echo, like a red flag, but this guy's too perfect, you know? <laughs> uh, well, by the way, you said the give, give uh, the ick. I love the slang. So it took me like a week to catch up to. There's all of the words that they use over there. It's like, the can we have a chat? Uh, this guy gives me the ick. I'm trying to think of the other ones. Uh, not, fr- not, I want to say, fr- what's like not fracking, but um, what's um, the verbiage? I uh, Anyways, there's all of these different terms that you, you use on the show that I, I use in my everyday life now, but I never had heard of before. Um, you spoke about dating in uh, before you got there. What's, you know, are you on like date? Were you on dating apps? How were you uh, finding dates? Yeah. So obviously I think dating apps is just a new world now, isn't it? So before yeah. the show, I was on dating apps. Um, I think that's the only way you could really meet people. Like no one comes over to you in the bar anymore and things like that. So you have to kind of put yourself out there. Um, so yeah, I was on dating apps, but obviously they are very gone, deleted, gone. <laughs> yeah, thank God. Um, I know you and Andrew, like you said, you're planning that he's going to move or he's with you right now and you're planning on moving in together. Has there been any other plans that you guys talked about together? And on top of that, if ITV came to you and said, hey, we want to follow you around more, would you consider doing a show with just you and Andrew? 
Um, I think me and Andrew got good plans in terms of like, we definitely do want to have a holiday together soon, little like romantic holiday, just us two, because that was not a holiday. Love Island's not a holiday. I'm telling you now. That is it's so intense. Uh, guys, you got to watch it. It's so intense. Like I, I, I would watch it before I went to bed and I would stay up depending on the episode. I would either get so angry at the end because, and, and, and they kick people off you guys. It's like, like, how stressed were you out like during the audience votes and like I mean I mm. my heart would jump out it's crazy like especially with, like audience votes because obviously the public have a say and obviously I think for me I had it quite hard at the start and I think it's not because I wanted to be favor or anything we have no contact with the outside world so you don't know what people are saying about you and you really do overthink so it's quite a lot to like deal with as well but um I mean about the show about if ITV have said to me and Andrew like we'd love to do a show with me and Andrew I mean that'd be awesome to do because I think that'd be quite fun to do but yeah you never know <laughs> No, I, I think I would really, really love that. I mean, I, I I miss you. I miss all of you guys. I miss everybody in the show. You guys were my friends this summer. And like, even the ones that I didn't like love, like, I mean, I was like, so-so on Luca and Jeff, but like, I I, I want to see where everybody's at. What did you think? So Davide and Ekinsu, uh, they, they, I guess, won Love Island, um, if you want to call it that. But like, to me, I followed your guys' emotional journey more and I was really caught up in that, but Davide and Ekansu just made me laugh. Like they just were so funny. What was your opinion actually watching them in person? Because it was so, you know, they would just squabble all the time. Uh, it was very different than you and Andrew is what I mean. Yeah, I think that, I think especially at the finalists, the couple of finalists had such different um, journeys and different emotional journeys and roller coasters. I think Ekin and Davide, they're just really funny together. I think that's what it is. They're like an entertaining couple. So I think I can see why they won it. And I was happy for them to win it. Regardless of any couple that won, it's about finding love, isn't it? It's not about really winning the show for me. But I was really happy that they did win because they really do bring entertainment. Even for us, like in the filler, and they start arguing, like, Davide kicks the other bean back and things like that. I just, I just be sat there like, this <laughs> is on a mad one. <laughs> oh, I say every day, actress, actress. Like, uh, when he would get, it was so funny. Um, also, this is a, a question about inside that. Like, they have, like, the workout and the weights. Do, I mean, like, all the guys are, like, pumping weights during the day. I mean, do they make them exercise, or is that just something they do naturally? Everybody in this show has abs, you guys. They all have muscles. They do it. They choose to do it. That, like, for me, I'm like, it's hot. You have no music. It's, like, outside air. And I was like, no, there's no way in hell I'm going to the gym. You did not see me in there once. I was just like, there's no chance. <laughs> <laughs> I am making that heat. <laughs> I was um, just sat in bed, like watching him. Like I just don't know how they're doing it right now. <laughs> oh, I would watch in bed and be like, "You're making me look bad." Or I, I was just like, "You're like Davide." You guys would have Ekinsu on his shoulders and weights on top of that, doing like knee bends. Honestly, don't know how the boys did it. Like they are, they were crazy. The things we do it, and I was like, sometimes do it twice a day as well. Like, That's two ridiculous. Four a day. I was like, you do um, you, babes. <laughs> uh, who do you think you will, as we start winding down here, who do you think you will stay in touch with or who have you stayed in touch with with uh, the whole crew so far? Like, who are your lifelong friends with this group? Uh, definitely. I mean, I've stayed in touch with um, Ekin, Pace, German, India. There's, I've probably stayed in touch with them for the most because I've been in with them from the start as well. So we all kind of were on the same journey all together. Um I feel like I make great friendships with everyone and just yeah everyone's very, very busy at the moment so it's hard to catch up at the same time but yeah for sure I've got close friendships with the girls definitely uh you talk about people wanting pictures with you have you had a weirdest fan interaction so far besides this one what has been your weirdest fan interaction there was one, I think, so me and Andrew after Coldplay concert went to McDonald's and there's one guy, I think he's from Denmark and I kid you not, he like looked at us and he was speak, couldn't speak. Like he literally dropped <laughs> to the floor and just was like looking at us, he couldn't speak. Like me and Andrew were just stood there like trying to give him a hug. Just like, what? It's just like, no, you want to do, you just like, you don't know what to do. But it's just so nice to have that. So I'm just like, wow, like 
and they, it was just so lovely, but it was just crazy. How you, like he just reacted. <laughs> no, I mean, I feel like you're going to get that for a very long time. So it'll be interesting for you to deal with. Um, and then like, finally just coming out of the villa, we, you know, we talked about this, but you know, they talk so much and I talk so much about on this show, mental health, but you seem like you're doing so good. Like, cause I was worried that for all you guys, I was like, it's gotta be so hard to come out of this experience You know, and then have people know you and have people have opinions on you when you don't know us, but you seem like you're doing great. You seem like you are, are, I mean, just like lit up within. So you're doing great, right? That's, I just want to make sure you're okay. No, I am great. And thank you for asking. Like, I'm honestly so happy. I think coming out, yeah, of course, there's a bit, I did have a bit of negativity during the show, but it's completely flip side and it's all been so positive and amazing to have that. The negativity during the show. I, I thought that was so, I mean, like, you know, overall, the majority is all positive. Like you came out with your health. I mean, I feel like you guys were the winner. I mean, like, you know, I, I was so excited for you guys coming out. And, but that was the thing. I wanted to make sure everything, everybody was okay. You know, um, will you watch back this entire series or is it in your head done? Absolutely not. That's like not yet. <laughs> I've watched I have watched the highlights I've watched like the final date when I've asked Andrew to be my boyfriend um (laughs) so I watched like the nice moments but I think that's it for me I won't be watching the whole season there's no way it's it's a it's a time commitment it's a lot of time to watch pinches me out as well I mean watch yourself I'm like is that what I really I'm just like no I just can't do it (laughs) um oh and also I just read this the other day but I want if ITV if anybody's listening I want you to host Love Island I hear that that the host retired this week I think you would be an amazing host for Love Island is that something that you would consider doing is hosting I mean I've been quite interested in doing presenting so yeah I need to work on that skill because you know, I'm not exactly a pro presenter. But I mean, the future, in a few years, who knows? Never know. But it'd be quite cool, cool job to do for sure. Well, the sky's the limit. What else is coming up that we can support you with? We're going to direct everybody to your Instagram page. But what else is coming up that we can be aware of? I also just read that you were like a brand ambassador for like, was it eBay? Is that, a, is that what yeah. it is? Yeah, so I got a partnership with eBay. So eBay was sponsored for Love Island. So the game was like clothes. And honestly, I loved it because you get a massive wide variety of brands that could really play around my fashion. So it's like Versace, like Machino, so many different brands. It was so cool. It's all like vintage couture. And so it felt right for me to go down that route. And it's sustainability fashion as well. It's not fashion, pretty love. So I'm kind of really pushing that direction. But I've got quite a lot of things things going up. I can't say just yet, but I promise I will shout it from the rooftops when it all happens. And yeah, really, really excited. So you guys follow her Instagram because she will keep everything updated on that Instagram. And uh, Tasha, I got to tell you, I'm just such a huge fan of yours. I spent my summer with you guys. I'm so happy you and Andrew are good. And if you ever come to the States, I owe you guys a, a pint, a pub, whatever you call it. I, I I owe you guys a whole dinner just for in- entertaining me the entire season. And do you mind if I just get a photo real quick for, uh, let's do, will you do the? Wait, okay. how do you do it? Yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 okay, wait. Okay, anyways, Tasha, oh, I have. Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't even yeah. think about that. Wait, let me see how. Yeah, oh, my claw hand. That uh, this is so embarrassing. This is I'm an old man. Uh, <laughs> that's as good as it. Okay, anyways, Tasha Gory, you guys, please go follow her. Check out Love Island. I think you have such huge things in your future. Thank you for taking the time to speak with us today. Everybody here in the States, you need to watch this show and you are going to fall in love with Tasha and Andrew. Thank you so much, Tasha. Thank you so much for having me. Really appreciate it. Mwah. Five, four, three. Betches.